hey, yo, I'm starting to wonder right now if doing this, you know, is taking me on the path to becoming some kind of insane joke machine. Because I'm coming here day after day, just one rest day a week, just coming up with jokes. And I'm even surprising myself at the amount of volume I'm about, I am able to put out. So I don't know, guys, I hope you're appreciating this because I'm appreciating myself at the moment. But here's the thing. I feel like I've gotten most of my thoughts out of my system already and it's starting to get me worried. You know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about the stuff that you accumulate throughout your life, crazy stories, your perspectives. The ones that I have, almost all or most of it has come out already. So this is the time where I really, if I want to continue doing this podcast and entertaining you beautiful fucks, I really need to dig deep to find that something new, that something special every day. And it is a challenge that I am looking forward to embarking just for you fucks. That's all I want to do. I just want to entertain. Just tell people what I think because I know it makes people laugh. I mean, it's scary for sure, but... The fact that I have to, it's scary that I have to keep coming up with new stuff because every day when I wake up, I don't know, am I going to have enough material for the episode? It's happened to me before. I've struggled before, but I just keep going, keep recording, keep restarting until I find something. It's scary for sure, but I think this is where the comedy gold is going to come from when I just dig super deep. So I just want to talk to myself for a while. Chill out, my boy. Chill out. It's consistency not giving up, just showing up for your audience. Just be fucking stubborn about this, which is what it is to be honest. Pure stubbornness, not stopping. Like, fuck it and fuck you. I'm going <laughs> to... Because uh, it's very well known at this point that I have haters. So fuck them. I'm going to keep going down this road until something happens. And even if nothing happens, I need to do it anyway. I really need to podcast because I feel like I might die if I stop. Does that make sense? This kind of thing, it, it, doing this, it's a need for me at this point. I've, I've been doing, you know, they say it takes like fucking 20 something days, 22 days for a habit to form. You do something for 22 days and you basically have that habit for life. I think it's an oversimplification, to be honest. I could stop KFC for, for a month, no problem. But the moment the month is over, I, I can just scarf it fucking down. You know what I mean? Remember Ramadan? And any of you fast? You think, oh, I'm going to lose so much weight. <laughs> Nobody loses weight on Ramadan. It's a fucking myth. Yeah, fine. You're intermittent fasting, man, throughout the day. But then at night, you just fucking stuff yourselves like pigs, which is super ironic. <laughs> Hold on a second. Why was I talking about it? Yeah, yeah, after Ramadan, you don't think, oh, I can continue this intermittent fasting. No problem. But then lunchtime rolls around. Early lunch, 11.30, your colleague comes and, hey, you want to go, you want to go uh, four fingers for lunch? And then you're like, fuck yeah, let's go. Like, no hesitation. But no, I'm going to be fucking stubborn about this. It's become a habit at this point. My day feels incomplete. If I don't speak into the mic... To be like, I have a boner for my microphone, for God's sake. Every morning when I wake up, you know, it, this studio is in my room. This is a small, humble setup. I ain't Joe. I ain't even 1% of Joe. I'm not even 0.1% of Joe Rogan, to be honest. So it's in my room. So uh, very often I get to see my microphone and I'm my setup. 
And when I wake up and I look at it just before I go shower, I get some kind of warm feeling inside of me. It's not the feeling... Maybe it's like that feeling women feel when they're cream-pied. They seem to enjoy that. <laughs> they, they like the wet feeling, the moist feeling. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like... I feel like how a gay guy might feel when he's been cream-pied in the asshole. Just a kind of... Mm, when I look at the microphone, maybe... Maybe it's more accurate to say it's like the feeling of looking at a newborn baby. Fuck me. Am I <laughs> did I just compare the feeling of looking at a newborn baby and a cream pie and a microphone? Yeah, I guess I did. Does that make me a sick person for saying that? I don't think so. I am saying that I all I'm saying is I want a microphone to come out of my wife's vagina. Is that so terrible? If I live in a world where I can't say that, then this is just political madness gone wrong. <laughs> the microphone is not a marginalized species. I mean, it's hardly a fucking species. You get what I'm trying to say. Let's start this shit. Hello, you beautiful fucks, and welcome, and welcome. It's the comedy podcast. This is number 121 of the comedy podcast. Welcome to you, you beautiful it is Wednesday, 24th, March, 2021. It's the middle of the week. Halfway there, guys. Halfway there to the weekend. Where we're going to waste our time and watch Netflix. And if we have girlfriends, we're going to take them to expensive restaurants and think we're going to regret it. But then it ends up being a good time because actually my girlfriend can talk. And then we have amazing sex. Today's episode is... <laughs> So today's episode, we're going to talk about a whole lot of American shit because a lot of the, um, the American stuff has been catching my attention. Some interesting news involving twerking in the police. We're going to talk uh, again about the Asian struggles in Malaysia. If I have time, I'm going to talk about kids next door and guns. Uh, can't wait to start this shit. Why was that so awkward? <laughs> the moment I said guns, I started sweating. I don't know. Be brave, Harith. Be brave. Sticks and stones may break my bones. In America, people were rioting in Miami. I think it was in Miami. Yeah, Miami, Florida. For reasons uh, I'm not even sure about. Was it rioting? Fuck me, I read the news. Anyway, this is what, it, this is what the article headline said. Two women twerk on top of a car. Two police officers injured. This is real. Now, <laughs> when I read a headline like that, you know, two women twerking on a police car, two police injured, I just think this summarizes modern America pretty well, wouldn't you say? I feel like it's just people doing stupid shit. And for some reason, for, for, for whatever reason, and... <laughs> For an activity that the cops don't even need to be involved. But the cops are involved and then there's violence. America 2021, everybody. And then I read I read uh, I read another headline. A similar flavor. Check this out. This is um, this is real. Cop masturbates while poli with police issue pistol. Cop masturbates with police issue pistol, kills an Asian and a black man in the process. Uh, I take back what I said earlier. This is the most American news article. Of course, I'm joking. The second one didn't really happen. A cop 
didn't actually masturbate with a police issue pistol. How would he even do that? And why would he kill an Asian and a black man in the middle of a masturbation session with a pistol? Obviously, it's it's ridic- it's a ridiculous situation. I'm just kidding. But I just I, I remember writing this thinking, man, what is the most American headline I could think of? And that is the one. But yeah, there we go. Um, Florida. Why why are people writing in Florida? Because there's so many people there at the moment. Did you know what spring break is? I, you know, let me tell you what I learned about spring break. Spring break is when young American people just get wild and horny. I can't tell you how many genre. <laughs> there's a genre of porn called like girls gone wild. Isn't it just college kids going on spring break, flashing their titties at some guy for like no money? Those fucks. If you're going to do that, get paid. But uh, I guess uh, like the spring break porn, that, that that was a thing of the 2000s, right? It's not a thing anymore. Now all these women are smart. They've become computer savvy. Everyone has an OnlyFans. I wonder how OnlyFans is doing. Is it still a thing? But yeah. Uh, Miami, interesting fact about Florida for you fucks. They're, it's one of the parts of America that doesn't have... That has very lax COVID restrictions. Like nobody wears masks. Businesses are allowed to open. People are just out and about. And everyone decided to go to Florida for spring break because there are no COVID. There's no COVID shit. It's like the opposite of like what you hear about New York and California. Everyone's just out and about. And Miami is like, isn't it a bit of a party city? So people are going there right now going, woohoo, woohoo. <coughs> COVID spreading in everyone's faces so when you have when you have that many people in one place who have been cooped up for the longest time you know finally they're out somewhere they want to fuck shit up so what ends up happening they get a bit crazy get a bit drunk get on top of a police car and start twerking florida is a wild place i can't wait to visit that place someday I I had more comments about the the struggle against and uh, the struggle of the Asian people in America, you know whether or not they're actually prejudiced uh, prejudiced and how this affects the rest of the Asians throughout the world who by far make up a majority. It's so weird that people the Asians are called minorities because they're, mo- they're we're most of the human species. <laughs> most Asians are Chinese and Indian. That's just the truth. Louis C.K. said that immortal words. He just started one uh, one bit saying, "Most people are are Chinese." <laughs> anyway, I really struggle with the Asian conversation in America. So, just so that we can all get educated at the same time, while maybe I can chuck some comedy in there, yeah, here and there. I'm going to attempt to break down the issues uh, of um, privilege, prejudice in the context of Asian Americans and Asians in general. Because I I think these concepts don't necessarily just apply in America. They apply even fucking Malaysia where white privilege is a huge thing in my opinion. And even in the UK where there's like an Asian diaspora having to deal with issues living in a white uh, majority white country. So the thing that the commu feminists don't like is that the Asians do exceedingly well for themselves economically. Now, uh, what do I mean? You know what I'm talking about. When, when these Asians, these Indians, these Bangladeshis, these Chinese, Koreans, Japanese, essentially everyone except Southeast Asians, uh, a little caveat there, um, 
the ones that come from Southeast Asia, from an East Asian background, mainly Chinese, yeah, they they still tend to do well. But I'm I'm talking about the brown fucks like me, except for the Southeast Asians, Asians who move abroad, especially to like US and UK, even Paris, fucking Italy, they do exceedingly well for themselves economically. So. Uh, right now in America, they have the highest incomes, average incomes, do exceedingly well in education, take up many of the spots in the Ivy League schools. They end up like in IT, tech, engineering, finance, law, everything. They just fucking excel, get the best grades. The first, the first generation, you know, the first generation Asian immigrants, they come over, they work really hard to open up their restaurants, Chinese restaurants, Japanese restaurants, nail salons, tend to be Vietnamese, and all sorts of businesses to just dr- drum up some sort of living and support their children through their uh, educational endeavors doing very well for themselves, these, these families in the long run, because then the children, they get straight A's and shit. In general, there are some dumb fuck Asians or or Asians who are smart but don't do well economically, uh, do well academically is what I'm trying to say. Academically, and then they end up becoming YouTubers or something. <laughs> but yeah, whatever it is, even if they, the children don't succeed academically, they tend to do fine when they leave and then the children take care of the family. So... This success, obviously, this is a generalization, okay? Obviously, because there are some Asians who have it hard. They can't, they can't take care of themselves. Fine, and I'm, I, I'm not trying to sort of diminish their experience. I'm, I'm just talking in generalizations here. But this is true. The success, this fact that I'm saying is true. The success has rubbed the commu feminists the wrong way because they don't like it when people succeed in general. Unless you came from, unless you were like downtrodden and had some, faced some sort of prejudice your entire life, unless you're like disabled and a lesbian or a trans, disabled, trans, black, Muslim, unless you're that person, they don't like anyone else succeeding. Being Asian, according to these people, has been described as the new white. This is real. This is true. So apparently, if you're half Asian and half white, because that happens a lot, right? These white fucks love these Asian girls. I'm not knocking that. These Asian girls love the white fucks too. Fine, make your love babies. It's fine. <laughs> I support you. But if if the, the, those babies that they create, the half white, half Asian, apparently what it means is double whiteness. Like this baby super privileged. I'm not making this up. This is what the commune feminists believe. But, to some extent, and this is me trying to be empathetic, to some extent, I understand where the commie feminists are coming from. Having all that success means that you afford yourself some sort of privilege by virtue of being among the top earners in society. Suddenly, I'm speaking in a slightly British accent. Forgive me. And I understand that the fem- commie feminists, they believe that any wealth obtained, any wealth obtained in a capitalist society that's like beyond what a normal, like an average person earns, comes from the exploitation of the proletariat. Proletariat referring to the working class. So yeah, I understand that argument and I'm not educated enough to rebut it in the capitalist sense. But all I can say is I understand the argument, but I'm not sold on this idea that capitalism works the way they say. But that being said, let's move forward accepting 
their argument. Let's just accept the premise for this premise for a while, okay? That Asians have privilege. On the surface, it might make sense economically, because um, economically that they have privilege, because you know they've got all this money, security, that kind of thing. But uh, let's just ignore the fact that we can say, yeah, they work hard, they deserved it, despite like people calling them ching chong, no one taking them seriously. They they even. Despite all that, they, they worked hard and they found success. Let's, let's pretend that that argument doesn't exist for a while and let's just say that 100% fine, they're economically privileged just like the white people. But like I said, then you look at the issue of societal prejudice, okay? So privilege comes in different forms. There's economic and then there's social. You have to think about the social aspect as well. You have to consider that the Asians, right, they go through stereotypes, stigmas, xenophobia, not only in America, but around the world. I'm not helping these stereotypes uh, when I do the Asian accent, like, hello, how are you? Like, for sure, I'm not helping. But hey, remember, just a quick side note here. This is comedy. It's not meant to hurt anybody. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to get people to laugh. It's fine. I don't actually think that all Asians, this are like this. That, that, that would be ridiculous. Okay? It's just comedy. Anyway, but when we analyze the situation in the context of uh, prejudices, I don't think there's an argument for privilege here. Let's just think about the widely accepted stereotype. This is this is gonna be fun, right? <laughs> Asian stereotypes, small eyes. Oh boy, I made I made a joke before that the small eyes. No, they don't have small eyes. They have normal sized eyes. It's just that they stay up all night doing math homework, so they're sleepy. <laughs> Still makes me laugh. Nah, it's a joke. It's a joke. Calm your fucking tits. Let's see what what else. Short. I don't know if that's true anymore though. I think it used to be because a lot of them were malnourished, but now that they, f they can afford food, like they're growing as tall. I don't know. Uh, I need to look this up. But yeah, one of the stereotypes is short. Small penises, unmasculine. Knows Kung Fu, human calculators who just are amazing at maths for some reason. Carriers of a deadly disease. You see what I'm trying to say? The stereotypes and prejudices are real and can really affect a person's life. It's those things they really affect the Asian experience. And they face this prejudice not only from white people. It's not just white people who are racist, okay? There are so many videos online. You can look this up on your own. So many videos online of black people hating on Asians too because of this pandemic. And Asian dating, I want to talk about this for a while. I mean... This doesn't really apply to Asian women because if you look at the Tinder statistics, they're the most swiped on uh, female demographic. The Asian females, everyone wants to fuck it. <laughs> I wonder, uh, I, I think about that sometimes. That is it because they are objectively the most attractive looking uh, demographic? Or did well, is Japanese porn so good that they, they've... they've um, <laughs> is Japanese porn so good that they've influenced the entirety of humanity to look at Asian women as the most desirable or is it a combination of both so I don't know do you have an opinion on this shit 
But let's talk about dating. Asian men have it really hard, apparently. Nobody, like Asian men, which includes uh, brown and the eastern, uh, yellow. Uh, it's yellow offensive. I don't know. Let's just call them East Asian. So the, the South Asian, like Indian, Pakistani, the East Asian, like the Koreans, Japanese, Chinese, the men have a really hard time dating because... In general, they're not viewed as sexy to the extent that even they might find it even hard to get. First of all, first of all, dating in general is harder for them because they're not seen as sexy. But then even Asian women might not want to, you know, Asian women might not even want to date them over there anymore because like uh, a common a common like response to this when Asian women who date white men are asked, why don't you date Asian men? Uh, apparently, a common reply is, oh, ew, I wouldn't want to do that. They remind me of my cousin. Now, I, I, I'm not going to comment on the validity of that argument or that way of thinking. I'm just pointing to the existence of this way of thinking. that This, this sort of prejudice that Asian men face. And uh, I look, it's to the extent where I actually know a white uh, not white, an Asian girl who I went to law school with. We were just talking about dating, who she wants to date. And then I remember her saying, oh, she wants to date a white guy. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Can you tell me why? Like, is there, is there something about this culture that you really like? And then her response was, oh, I just really want the good genes. So from that experience, I think I can safely come to the conclusion that there is a sort of wider perspective a wider way of thinking that white genes are superior and it's not just um, white people imposing it on us it's the asians themselves imposing it on themselves and just that inferiority complex is a thing is a thing that exists so from everything i just said you know I think it's a complicated situation. And I think the world is way more complex than these commu feminists think. And it's not easy to label one group as good or bad as these people try to do. Which is what is is honestly what they do. All whiteness, all whiteness is bad. According to them, everything white is terrible and must be wiped out. As though only white people own slaves. Fuck. <laughs> You know, the Muslims, the Muslim world, man. Now, if you want to talk about slave owners, the Muslims were the like, if there was like a medal for the best slave owners, the Muslims would win. <laughs> it is embedded in the religion that you're allowed to have slaves and have sex with them. You can have sex slaves. And they did. Every time they waged war, they would kind of take war brides and fuck them, cream pie them. I'm guessing that's what they did. But yeah, so <laughs> all whiteness is bad according to these commie feminists. And for a while, they wanted to do that to Asians as well. In a way, they wanted to cancel Asians. But then something interesting happened. Suddenly with all this violence against Asians in the US, the feeling in the public space now is that the public online space, to be more accurate, is that Asians are once again an oppressed minority because people are attacking them violently when previously they were a privileged minority. So now the commu feminists who wrote about Asian privilege in the past, they wrote a bunch of articles condemning Asian privilege, uh, condemning the way the Asians live their lives, 
to the detriment of other minorities, right? So the commie feminists who wrote about these Asians are being cancelled. People are digging up these people's Twitter accounts, these people's previous articles and, and shitting on them saying, hey, fuck you, Asians are an oppressed minority. Here's the proof. Everything you wrote about Asians is bullshit and xenophobic. So things that were accepted in the past, you know, that Asians have privilege is no longer accepted now and is being labeled as hate speech. It's First of all, I have to say it's regrettable to see that people's careers are being destroyed. Even if, if, if they're commune feminist careers, I, I wouldn't want anyone to sort of lose the way they make money. But at the same time, it's fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> These people, they, for a living, they try to cancel everyone. They try to control the way you think, police people's thoughts, control what people say. Vi words are violence. But now it's happening to them. The, they, they thought that they could go around cancelling people without the risk of it happening to themselves. They've been described, right, by interesting commentators. Like, these commie feminists have been described as a snake eating its own tail. They're just going to tear each other apart at this point while the world around them burns like it's happening right now. And in that process, in this process, while all this shit is happening, everyone just having these online cancellation shits, while that's happening... Poor old Asian people are being targeted physically, violently, which is why I have a recommendation. Can we just stop assuming that anyone has an awesome and unfair life? Can we stop assuming that anyone has privilege? You don't know their story. You don't know their struggles. I really believe in what I just said. Just stop assuming that anyone is has sort of an unfair advantage. I think it wouldn't be fair to just write them off, you know, and just say, yeah, he has an awesome life. <laughs> no, he has an awesome life because he's Asian or because he's white. In general, of course, yes. He, she might have depression. Okay. Hold on. Wait, wait. Uh, let me rephrase my thoughts. I think there's an exception to what I just said. The exception to this is like, you know, in general, first of all, in general, you shouldn't judge people, but the exception is rich individuals. If you're dealing with a rich person, I think it would be fair to just write them off and say that person has an awesome life. Yes, of course, that person might have depression or whatever. Okay, but some people are being kicked in public in public for having small eyes, for being a certain skin color. People are being kicked or punched or shot at in public. The rich, fine, they might have depression, but they get to be sad in a jacuzzi. So, <laughs> so yeah, except for the rich fucks. You know, so yeah, except for the rich fucks, how about we just stay away from painting broad strokes about an entire race of people? Can we do that? Sure, he might have small eyes, but don't assume he has an <laughs> he has a small dick because he might have a big dick. You don't know because it's under the surface. It's what's inside that counts. <laughs> in my opinion, the penises you see in Japanese porn are misleading. I was researching penis sizes the other day and Japan ranks quite high on that list, actually. Way higher than in way higher than Malaysia, funnily enough. Oh boy, what a way to end a monologue on Asians. <laughs> I hope that you found my uh, thoughts comprehensive, or maybe I was full of shit. I don't know. Uh, let me know your thoughts. Um, you know, hey guys, if you enjoyed the episode so far, man, help me spread the word. Recommend this podcast to your friend. I would really appreciate that. This guy seems crazy, but he actually has some good points, and I love it. I don't know. 
the, uh, an even better thing you can do is take a screenshot of this beautiful episode right here. You can upload it on your story. You can tag me at the comedy podcast underscore. While you're there, why don't you write to me and ask me a story about whatever problem you have in your life? Are you having problems finding someone to pee-pee touch with? Do you have someone but are scared to actually do the pee-pee touching because your penis doesn't work from all the porn you've been watching? Or I don't know, whatever. You read a funny, funny article online, you want me to discuss it on the podcast, I would be happy to do it for you. Just DM me at the comedy podcast underscore. All right, guys, you white fucks, you can turn off the episode now. I just want to talk to my local fucks for a second. You know, uh, my family comes from a place called Kuching, which means cat in Bahasa Malaysia. And I just found that so interesting. Like, wow, we have a whole city called Cat. And then I started thinking, is there a place called Anjing? Is there a place called Anjing Dog? Because uh, th there's a bit of a history with the Muslim world like Malaysia and dogs. We don't really like dogs uh, because we see them as najis, which is like, a, which is a loose translation, I think would be unclean to touch or consume, that kind of thing. So it would make sense to me if we didn't have like a place called Anjing, right? But here's what I'm going to do. What happens when you go on Google Maps and type Anjing? What happens? So <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm going to open it now. Anjing, Google Maps. Okay, I see some options in the scroll down. It seems like there are lots of places in China called Anjing. Let me click the first one. Anjing, Puning, Jiang, China. God damn. Okay, so there's actually a place called Anjing in China called uh, <laughs> uh, Anjing Mountain Peak. So the name of a fucking mountain. Can Muslims go? Can, can Muslims go to this place? <laughs> that's, that's, oh shit. Oh shit. There's an Anjing farm in China. Oh <laughs> It's called Anjing Farm and it doesn't help that it's in China, right? It really makes me wonder like, are they are they rearing dogs for us to consume? If I go to China, can I have Anjing fried rice? <laughs> can I have Anjing wonton mee? Roasted anjing. I don't know, man. That's a dark joke. Anyway, yeah, I just wanted to do that experiment. Is there anywhere else? I mean, just type it again. Anjing. Uh, anjing Puning. There's a place called Anjing Tang. Yeah, it's in fucking... It's near a place called Weng Yuan County. Guoguang. Sa Hua Zhen. Holy shit, didn't I just do an episode on the perils of Asian stereotypes and I'm making anjing jokes about China. Well fucking done, Harith. Okay, guys, before I incriminate myself any further, <laughs> uh, that's the episode. I hope you had a good time. I had a fucking fantastic time doing today's episode. Guys, you guys give me life. Thank you for your continued support. I appreciate you. I'm going to check out for today. I'll continue speaking to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.